0: I know.
1: I'm just very, very tired. Oh, uh, Why are you so tired?
0: Day. First
2: week
1: back to work? I guess? Uh, no, this is your second week.
2: I am tired because oh, I like literally didn't fall asleep last night.
1: Just didn't oh. sleep. Are we No
0: sleepies? <laughs> Anything particularly on your mind? Are we like recording the
2: podcast? <laughs> like is this
0: Yeah. For public
2: consumption
0: we can edit it out it's up to you i, 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 just,
2: <laughs> up to you. I just needed to know um no it's because <laughs> i was rearranging furniture in my house in my head oh. do you guys ever do that and like i couldn't sleep because of it
0: I thought Jenna. that it was going to be like a spicy secret, or like I was thinking about oh, like
2: X the, you know, but dreams. it's like <laughs> no. I was thinking about furniture.
1: It is very cognitively no, I was um, draining about to like rearrange things in your mind. Like since I've been doing more puzzles recently, I feel like my spatial reasoning has greatly improved. But I do that's, that's my least favorite task on like a fucking test where you have to mentally rotate the objects, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, so that's, like, furniture. Yeah, I just, like, setting. try to think
2: of, like, the, like where a f- picture could go better in the room, and I'll just obsess over it. And then um, I was, uh, I got kind of hit by a car on the way to the train on my bike.
3: <laughs> you did what? <laughs> okay, let's rewind a little bit here.
2: <laughs> I had a really weird day that I guess is also yesterday, because I never slept, so they're combined. Some woman <laughs> ran just- a stop sign, like, uh, and... I, I kind of knew she was going to so I started braking but it was one of those things where like I knew I was about to get hit by a car I'm like oh no <laughs> like here it comes but she um because I brake she only hit the front of my bike and I like cut my foot a little bit
3: but um
1: it was right. what, what, what was her reaction? Did she, she feel was, bad or was she, she like. She screamed and.
3: Deal with it. But. She screamed at you or in general? I think just
2: in general. I honestly didn't stick around. I was late for my train. So I was kind of like, fuck you and like kept going. Like, but.
3: Did you say fuck you?
2: I don't really remember. I was like a little bit in shock and I just left. I, I was very tired too. I'm like, I can't. Like, I just left my house. Um, That's happened
3: to me three times. You've been hit three times on your bike? No, just walking. But it's always people who just roll through stop signs mm-hmm. because they're looking. Left. Yeah, they never look right. Oh my! They God, never look right. It's so no fucking
2: entertaining. I don't actually drive, four, so I'm four like, times. I'm a perpetual <laughs> pedestrian, and I just assume no one will look right. I just wait for the car to go because I like I just see all all these people doing it constant, yeah. and then they see you like obviously when they pull out and they have that look of like, oh, fuck, yeah, but yeah, the a look of horror there.
1: PSA, everyone. Check both sides. Yeah, it,
2: it was a shit. I was honestly, because I just got this new bike and anyone around me in the last few weeks knows I've been obsessed with it. So my first thought was like, my bike, <laughs> not, not yeah. my body. Um.
3: One of the times uh, that I got hit, I was walking to work when we lived in Vancouver and same thing happened. She was looking left and literally just like slammed into me and like hit my wrist and knocked me over. And she, I stood up and, like, made eye contact with her. And I slammed my hands down on the front of her car and was That's like, so what the fuck? That's so and scary. She was, she was terrified. And I was going to be late for work. And I was like, fuck. And I just, like, ran to work. And my wrist was fucked up. Someone else did that to me it, when I lived in Maple Ridge, too. They literally did the exact same thing hit me, I completely fell over and was, like, on the ground because they, like, goofed my knee up, and then they just drove away. (laughs) Nice. A hit and run? I've never been (laughs) hit by a car. it was really bad. I I had to do, like, a police report and everything because I went to work, and this was when, yeah, I went to work, and then I was, like, limping around, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to call it. I cannot be here. Like, I can't walk. (laughs) And then my boss was like, Ainsley, come on. Like, let's get you to a hospital. And he drove me to the hospital, and because I didn't have a BC health card, it was going to cost me over $500 to see a doctor in the emergency room. And I was like, well, nope, I will just cut my leg off. See ya.
1: (laughs) Good Lord. That was funny. I saw a public (laughs) freak out a couple days ago in Walmart. (gasps) I was in Walmart buying another puzzle because this is how I (laughs) cope these days. And uh, some guy, I guess, didn't want to wear his mask. So they made him go to his car and get his mask. And then he saw a little family Where the shitty teenager wasn't wearing a mask, and the father, the patriarch of the family, was not wearing his mask well, so they got into a little skituffle because um, he felt like if he has to wear his mask, why don't they have to wear their mask? And we were all just like agape, like watching this happen. And I wanted—I kept like approaching. Sean was holding me back, like, "What do you think you're gonna like offer this situation?" (laughs) But I just felt (laughs) like I'm like, if I like get in between them, maybe like they're not gonna throw a punch at me. And someone was holding like the phones come out like right away too right and i felt like i was in this like weird fucking dystopia like you've seen you you see so many cringe vids and like public freak out vids online and then when it happens in real life it just feels so weird and i was like god this virus (laughs) is tearing us all apart i hate it
0: (laughs) i was i saw something similar but it was just with like one older lady and i was in dollarama and she wasn't understanding the arrows on the ground like going (laughs) down the different aisles and she's like wait I don't understand do I have to start at the very back of the store and go through each aisle and the 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 worker was like no you can go down any one but look at the direction she's like what do you mean and it went on for like 10 minutes and I was done my transaction with the cashier but I stayed in the
1: store to watch what would happen
0: nothing there wasn't (laughs) any climax or anything did she
1: ever like get did it ever click for her
0: I I ended up leaving because it went on for so long and she was still standing and hadn't gone down any aisle yet. Full disclosure:
2: so. When this area entered phase two, I was also in Dollarama and I didn't know of this of this like directional thing and i just don't pay attention to shit and i had my headphones on and i just felt this <laughs> i was just standing in an aisle and i felt this like prod on my back and this woman was just poking me with her broom <laughs> that she was purchasing from <laughs> far away right. she's like can you move like she was fully in the right i was in the way i was disrupting everything <laughs> it was very funny it's like that's sweet that you that got poked with just- a broom. yeah though. i got like cattle prodded <laughs> yeah i just felt like this slight like nudge like hey you
0: (laughs) and just the right amount of pressure yeah like not too surprised and she like
2: she didn't shame me but she knew i felt shame and i should feel you know it was a mutual exchange of like she's like my work here is done (laughs)
3: exactly so
2: i know about Dollarama.
3: so like um this week this random girl from my english class just like completely plagiarized one of my discussion postings like for our class each week we have to write two blurbs about whatever we're studying and then people like reply to it and stuff and um, I
2: hate discussion posts
3: me too but she literally just she took a bunch of sentences from one of my reviews of this documentary we had to watch and then just, like, put them in a different order and pasted them all into a paragraph and posted it as her own discussion Mm -hmm. on the same movie, in the same discussion thread... I was like, it's such blatant plagiarism. Like, why? (laughs) You spent more time doing that than you could have just looked up, like, the spark notes or whatever and bullshitted some discussion post. Like, why did you go out of your way and spend time doing that? I've caught a few
1: plagiarizers before, and I've been like, do I even, like, bother with this? And I'm like, yeah, they should probably learn now because they'll get in a lot more trouble if they don't learn, like, in first year. So 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 it's just so funny when they just, like, switch, like, one word. (laughs) You're like, it's still the same. Like, that's not. Yeah, you're and not, what movie the, was. You it? It didn't cover your tracks. One of the
3: sentences that she copied and pasted, too, was like uh, like a personal thought that I had. <laughs> and there's like a comma in it being like, in my opinion, in blah, my blah, opinion blah, 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 And with, I was like, you're my dog,
0: Boon." Like, <laughs> I don't, don't
3: know so weird if I'm and, just tired, so but for some
2: reason, I'm like liking this about this girl. I'm like, that is really chill. <laughs> she, she also
3: took um, a few sentences from like other people's posts on the same movie as well. So she like literally like word for word didn't even change like a single piece of punctuation just took sentences from me and two other girls discussion postings and then put them all out of order and pasted them all together to pretend like it was her own
0: paragraph parent- yeah God. i so I <laughs> empathize with her a bit because i also hate those discussion <laughs> things so much i remember at the end of the semester i would look at the syllabus to be like okay okay have i done everything and then it would be like 10 percent for online discussion <sighs> forum posts and then i'd be like fuck and then like try to post as much as i could at yeah. the end but like really botch it i know? missed one it's...
2: last week like fully just didn't do it and i was like i'm just gonna not
3: i don't do mind them because it. it's it's like it's such bullshit like if you're that's doing why i don't like anyway, that there's nothing
2: you can interesting just about it, it. like <laughs> I, I had one class where the professor was like we used to have you reply but then we realized you guys just start like forcing a reply because you are it's like last minute yeah. and you're like i and like pretending you think c- care about their post you're like what a thoughtful <laughs> thing you have said i really yeah. appreciate that you wrote this and you're just like mm-hmm. I, I fucking hate them so much they're just such bullshit
3: in my in my English course the re- if you reply to someone it doesn't count as a discussion post so nobody replies <laughs> to each other's posts it's all just people posting their discussions and nobody even looks at each other's <laughs> except for like me apparently I'm like where's the plagiarist like I've literally <laughs> never read someone else's only to find one that
2: would be easy to reply to like I'm like oh they said something kind of dumb I can argue with that. I've never never been like,
1: I want to ingest the information. This really made me think. (laughs) I spent a couple days reflecting (laughs) and now I'm ready to respond to you.
3: I, I like reading people's for English because a lot of it is just like how people are interpreting like poems and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, I'm interested in that to see how you if you picked up on something that I perhaps didn't, you know, like from like an artistic perspective, I like them. But some of them are just so like nobody gives a shit. I, I get where
2: you're coming from that that might have good, but I just don't care about. Dis-
3: if there, yeah, no, It's not forever. If they're in that
2: format, I'm not going to read it. It could be like a famous <laughs> author writing a discussion post and I don't want to be a part of it. be
3: like, no, thank you. <laughs> not today. <laughs> me, 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 me,
1: me, 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 The days of harmonizing are over, the days of the double-double are here. Mmm. Coffee. That's right. That's amazing. Two of the top trending tweets in Canada. Number one, hashtag, everyone's laughing at you, Donald. Uh, this isn't so, Donald description. Trump. Probably. It's just like yeah. Yeah, that's the, no, <laughs> no, the other Donald. <laughs> Our friend Donald. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that Donald. Um, <laughs> uh, I think this was regarding like there was some rallies, some Trump rallies, and a bunch of kids bought out tickets to the rallies.
3: Oh yeah, the TikTok users or whatever?
1: Yeah, I guess they didn't put restrictions on how many tickets you could get and they were free, so they just like bought them all up and so the rallies were rather empty and so this was trending like haha, everyone ah. everyone is laughing and then his, at you. His
3: team kind of tried to clap back at it being like, um, that's not even an accurate depiction of blah blah blah. Like we vet everybody who's coming, we get their emails and phone numbers, so there's no way that this could have been possible. I'm like, but but there's pictorial evidence like we know it happened
1: yeah it's also probably better than like no one showing up to your stupid rally but i don't yeah, even I mean, like, it,
2: care about donald trump anymore and i know that's a ridiculous thing to say but it's like no that's just, not I ridiculous at all. i know we have the luxury of getting to say that because he's not our president or whatever yeah. but like just deal with it and get back to us later
1: <laughs> <laughs> i think that uh i think he's like a shitty guy but i think he's shitty in a totally like uh consistent way that past presidents have been shitty but he's orange so it's just like the discourse that it inspires is very he's just like such a bizarre character well just like it's like good prank tiktokers like if that's fine like uh take up make his like rally inefficient like good for you or whatever but then Mm the stupid tweet it just shows the other side like not only are they ineffectual but they're Very fucking cringy too. Like even I was just. They want everyone to know about it. (laughs)
2: Like John Stewart. Sad? No, I saw I felt sort of pity there for one second.
1: (laughs) For what? For Donald (laughs) Trump. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, I feel very. I feel a lot of pity well, for old men. They always. But John Stewart oh, was like, he's not draining the swamp. He is the swamp. He's Donald Swamp. Old Swampy Don. Let's trend it. Hashtag Swampy Don. I'm like, shut the oh fuck up. God. Like, you can't say like he's Hitler number two, and then Wampy on the other side I'd be dawn. like, you're Swampy. Oh, that's drunk. Not even like, a remember when?
2: Joke.
1: It's also like. First but it's Swampy like like it. Dawn. Swampy
2: Dawn. <laughs> swampy
0: Dawn. <song. laughs> Buying out all the tickets and whatever, it's like, swampy okay, dawn. you did this. But I mean, if anything, that's just going to enrage the right anyway. Like, I could just see that happening if it were a Democrat. It would be this, like, I don't know, really ridiculous situation. Like, the people exist. They're going to go out and rally for him at other places. I just yeah, don't it's, even it's see it's not it's, like a, like... it's
1: not like a political move. It's just like a prank. I, I yeah. see it that way. But, like, no one can beat Trump's... Names like they're trying to play his game, but they're not as good at no, it. No, like, he's Pocahontas than for Elizabeth could ever Warren.
2: Call him. He's just so stupid, and it's not. Yeah, he's funny already like he's
1: he's out there in front of all of it already. So have you, have you guys you been do?
3: reading too about all these people criticizing his? Health because he was sipping a cup and then used his hand to like push the bottom yeah of i it
1: caught up. something about that <laughs> I, what? I, I, yeah i briefly explain? read
3: something and i was like i don't understand this like what are you what are you trying to it's prove? always he's like, like a 75 year old fucking... man of course he's I know, not gonna and he...
1: be like a beacon of hell <laughs> doing jumping jacks and look at his fucking opponent he's like an animated corpse like it's yeah. just so fucking stupid <laughs> yeah. like there's so much shit you could say about the t- failures of the trump presidency but they like never th- it's not the stuff that makes it to the surface so it's all just so tiresome oh Trump! yeah and um i think
0: i can't remember where i heard this it may have been another podcast but they were talking about how you can always you know like uh, shows like snl they always do parodies of politicians and they make caricatures out of these people but like donald trump is one step ahead of that because he is playing his caricature already you know so
1: to parody him is Is just you just look like yeah exactly (laughs) he is the postmodern president yeah okay so i guess we'll check back in on brayden look at brayden put put your
3: eyes in in the beam
1: yeah there's um like a five inch
0: beam sun 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 (laughs) sunbeam
1: across Brayden's it looks like a visor. It eyes, looks like she has yeah. a striped head. Here. Someone please take a screenshot of I'll take of a that. photo. I'll take a photo
0: that right now. That looks so cool. Don't you worry. Braden. look like you're looking into your future.
3: <laughs> well, I mean, like you're asking her to look into direct sunlight. <laughs> like,
1: I know. I really <laughs> oh, Blind yourself for us. <laughs> okay she needs next to wake up. Next dubla double, double. Uh-huh. <laughs> We should make the double-double Anglo-Francais double to, double compi- to, to comply <laughs> with the Canadian rules. Um, hashtag Michaels. <laughs> ah, oh, all the, the Michaels. Michaels. The two Michaels. So China Michaels. suggested that it would Thanks free Michaels. the two Michaels if Canada allowed the Huawei executive Ming to return home. And Trudeau mm-hmm. was like,
3: no, absolutely
1: not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so- I don't care. Give her back. We want the Michaels. <laughs> So this guy was saying, um, good on hashtag Justin Trudeau for saying he won't trade Meng for the two Michaels. I want the two Michaels home, but we cannot leave every Canadian around the world subject to hostage taking, which is what China has engaged in. What do you guys think? I want the Michaels to come home. Um,
0: they <laughs> they need to come back to Canada, I think. All right, as we talked about in a previous episode, JT I think he should release Meng. Yeah, and...
3: I think it's a spicy trade. Like it's obviously yeah, got its but negative. But do you think that that but... would
1: then put other people in danger? Like China would just snatch up some more peeps? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know anything about fucking hostage taking. That would be yeah. the worst. I guess it's like, like I don't
2: not negotiating with terrorists because it shows that yeah. it works. Yeah. Personally i think we have enough michaels in this country
1: we do have a lot of michaels but these two are special to me mm-hmm. i don't know Maybe why they could change their so name much. like i feel like they're really yeah. great guys change your I don't name know yeah change your names michaels and then we'll, we'll think reconsider. About it. we have a shortage of ron's i think i've never met a ron <laughs> barney so. never few. met a barney i don't want it. <laughs> that's another good contender
3: imagine if their names were barney and ron I wouldn't even be discussing
2: this. Yeah, this this wouldn't even be news. (laughs) They're they're just famous because they have the same name.
1: Um, (laughs) Do do you think they're just in their cell being like, how are you, Michael? I'm not good. How are you, Michael? I'm also not good. I wonder
2: what it's like to be a Michael, truly. Not those Michaels, but also those Michaels. Just the commonality of that name is insane. I know this is a wild tangent, but I think oh about no, it. I prefer Michael.
1: Michael or Mike. Depends on the person. Or oh, Mikey. Mikey. <laughs> Mikey. Big Mike. Dirty Mike in the boys. Well, I feel very, like, attacked when I meet another Sonya. I only meet male attacked?
2: Bradens. And every time, without fail, I can tell they are emasculated by the experience and I go, my name's Brayden, too. And they look disappointed, and it's not fun for them. And once I was in a meeting, and the guy, like, introduced himself as, like, Brayden, whatever. And then I said my name after, and then said, name twins, and he glared at me.
1: I thought it was <laughs> that's so cool. That's a cool thing to say. I don't know what that yeah, guy Yeah, I meet a thinking. lot of male jenis, this, this, too. This one guy said, um on Twitter when you see hashtag Michael's trending and think the craft store is going out of business
2: I truly thought you were taught when you said Michael's was trending I fully thought of the craft store first and foremost I did
1: too I thought they did something fucked up or they did something good I don't know but (laughs) shout out to Michael's and their fucking coupons Jesus Christ oh they have great coupons
2: but their coupons are very tricky explain further
1: no I did a thing where
0: for my sister's like wedding and showers and all the shit leading Up to it, you know how they always have like 40% off one item. So I'd go in and see what items I wanted, and then I'd go in, use one coupon for that, and then I'd go back the next day, get the next item, get 40% off. So you know, I when mean, you don't have I was anything basically else going on. I was to say
2: that they're sneaky because you can only use them for one item, but Jenna, you're sneakier. Yes,
1: <laughs> I know. I Never thought, mind. I thought Still, Jenna is sneaky. Raiden didn't think
3: Michaels could be beat. <laughs> I
2: know, <But>
1: Jenna <laughs> has beaten them. Game changer. On to the docket for today. One to the docket. There is Everybody once again the news. There is once again news. One of those news is there's been a resurgence of Me Too incidents. One of which implicates our Canadian Justin Bieber accused our of and sexual our assault.
3: He's our <laughs> Canadian. <laughs> yeah, so
1: first Lyme disease and now this. What's yeah, his life just, couldn't get any. <laughs> just a good fucking year. Yeah. So there was some other like celebrities implicated, but I don't. I'm not familiar with them. It was I'm... a
3: couple. It was Cole Sprouse who's in Riverdale, and then I think like KJ Appa or whatever. And it all started with that one uh, weird guy who's in that cancer movie.
0: Ansel. Is that, Ansel. Is that
3: correct, or am I just fucking?
0: Yeah, yeah. The Fault in Our Stars. Baby he was, all. He was yeah, like the lead in cool. Baby oh, okay. Driver.
2: Oh, sorry. Yes. Wait, did he yes. sexually assault? Someone?
3: apparently he's not cool anymore
0: (laughs) it was they said that he in 2014 he had like a brief quote-unquote relationship with this girl and she was 17 and a half or something and then he they i guess they had sex but then she said that he pressured her to do it or something i don't know but yeah justin bieber this person who didn't like had just created the twitter to make The tweet named Danielle was like I met Justin Bieber in twenty fifteen at the four points or four seasons Mm -hmm. hotel and he raped me. And then Justin Bieber came back with a long winded or he had like (laughs) he came back with like 10 he, separate tweets I don't think suits. yeah he did I can't believe he didn't use like the thread option for tweets because I guess that's a thing he just he posted 10 separate <laughs> tweets and <laughs> someone was like yo <laughs> Biebs, cool you know man about the thread girl, feature right? <laughs> right in other um, news
3: Justin Bieber doesn't know how to work Twitter yeah <laughs> but, and then
0: I was I was like I was lurking the comments and half of them are like leave Selena's name out of this and everyone's like <laughs> and then half the other people are like he's literally like she's the witness so why can't she be named anyway? Yeah,
3: it just seems very odd to me that this person deleted their. Because I think there's two accusers against Justin Bieber. There's one of this like Danielle girl who like is out and about and she's like, like her personality is on social media and she said this happened here on this date and which is the one that he's disproving. But then there was another one of a person with an anonymous Twitter account or something who made some statements as well and then they deleted their account right after which is the exact same thing that happened with Cole Sprouse someone accused him and then deleted their Twitter account right after so I don't I don't know
1: Yeah, I don't know. Like I'm honestly pretty exhausted by yeah. this stuff. Like I don't know what to do. Like I'm just like okay, like I don't know is the public media sphere the best place to like have these conversations and I-, I can't personally imagine, like, taking to social media about something like this. Like, I just wouldn't want that attention. I don't think anything good would come of- out of it. I don't know, really, what is to be done about this situation. I could,
2: s- I- I could see, though, like, if it, say I it did, like, not that, that one thing- doesn't look like it happened, but for someone that did do something like that to you, and to see the public adore them all the time i could see wanting to be like guys you you have to fucking know how awful this part. oh like, yeah
1: i've i've been there and like it it, it sucks but just like, in terms I don't of know, like I-
2: justify i personally wouldn't go social media route but like that's how young people communicate and
1: they might not also yeah know no i'm not blaming them me. at all i'm not i'm not like saying you're bad or anything like that i'm just saying like i don't mm-hmm. know what to do with this anymore like, i don't know where this discourse is going these just pop up now every once in a while mm-hmm. and and there's so like, many I- of
2: them that it's I- like this is awful to yeah. say but it like it almost you're just desensitized to <laughs> like i don't
1: i'm completely yeah. desensitized to it and it's just like and nothing ever I- happens from it
3: it's always just like She said, he said, and it's all public. And then, like, other celebrities will back them up and be like, there's no way. And then other celebrities are like, yeah, I'm uncomfortable with this person. And it's like, great. So is this just reality TV or is anything going to get done? Yeah, I don't really see the, um, like,
0: like how long I guess this will continue. Because, I mean, like, if these, like, quote, unquote, false allegations, like, keep being made and people keep what oh my god I, I entirely lost my train of thought it got really hot in this room and that's all i'm thinking about yeah, you
1: look a little shiny yeah it's like I, I had the ac ago.
0: blaring in here and then i turned it off right before so it wouldn't pick up no what What was you're i going to say you're saying if these
1: allegations keep getting no made, it's just like there's i think we're gridlocked with this yes, truly, like i think that we're yeah. sort of that's at an word. impasse and like clearly we can't go the criminal justice route because Sexual assault is not the type of crime for which there is often evidence, unless it's like a very uh, forcible physical type. So one of the ones that I, I, I kind of yeah, mentioned I was, it yeah. to you
2: guys, but one of the ones just kind of interesting that it that Chris De- 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 Delia, Delia Delia comedian Delia. <laughs> um has been accused, and I think there's a lot of receipts for this about him like creeping on underage people. Whether or not he followed through, he's creepy, obviously. But he plays mm. on that you show he plays a comedian that creeps on underage girls if these are true can you imagine the level of I narcissism i don't know like to be able to play yeah. that
3: and not it's not a be certain. a little
2: worried like, <laughs> that...
0: confidence in like this He's, yeah it,
3: and this what he came out cool. with his statement too saying obviously that he denies all these allegations but then at the end of his spiel it says I absolutely in all caps got wrapped up in this lifestyle in this T V lifestyle and I'm working to be better and But I didn't do anything. Yeah, he
2: says it's the most nothing apology. He's like, I didn't do anything, but I'm sorry for doing things.
3: Yeah, I'm like, I don't know what to make from this. Like, oh, like that ties lo- in because
2: like <laughs> I remember he was he was known as Justin Bieber's favorite comedian for a long time.
1: I wonder mm-hmm. if every I have to imagine that every male celebrity right now has like a lawyer team mm-hmm. ready to be yeah. deployed in the event of like an accusation at this point because it's just like we said ubiquitous and i'm not surprised that justin bieber had like a bunch of yeah
2: like record like, an action plans because i feel like, <laughs> of of I feel like they probably it saw it, saw it too, coming because like he's known to be kind of a douchebag not not with women specifically but i just feel like he's definitely one people would go for
0: i wonder if anyone's gonna go after yeah. timothy Chameley.
2: chamelay <laughs>
0: Or, what? What's How do you say that
2: people compare
0: him to? <laughs> He's like the Jenna? other, like, uh...
2: what's the object that people compared Timothy Chameleon to?
0: Oh, yeah, there was this like hand sanitizer, uh, <laughs> parallel with like Timothy Chameleon's ridiculous fashion choices. Besides, like, I think, Sha- Chalamet, yeah. what did I say before? Chalet, Chalamet. oh, oh my god ainsley also still to this day thinks she saw M Night in a I did. theater. I did. <laughs> <laughs> she was like M Night was we were watching an M Night movie and and she's like M Night the was in theater twist. like watching his movie. And we were, I was like I don't oh, think M guys, Night is guys, there. It
3: all makes he sense to think about it. So, yeah, he was. It was Vancouver Film Festival <laughs> was happening. And we went to see the village in theaters and at the very back, there was a man with like his hat down by himself in the watching the movie in the shadows. <laughs> and then when we came out, I was like, holy shit, that's fucking M. Night. Like it was him. That would be
1: the ultimate twist for his next movie. It's like the shittiest one ever because you know how they just keep yeah. getting shittier and then everyone's shit talking and then he stands up and turns around and like reveals himself and says, like, I heard of That's this. exactly and what happened. And that, so you, twist. getting up, we deciding to leave because the
3: movie was so bad. I'm- we were like, should we go? And then we'd sit back down and be like, "No, okay, we paid for this. Let's just finish
1: it." You should have just been like, "Yo, are you M Night? Tell me right now." Your theory the- would
2: work if it was a new movie. Like he wanted to see a genuine reaction for the village. Is <laughs> an old book. like? Why would he
3: be like? No, it order? wasn't the village. It was uh, the. It was. The I like, oh, okay. I, oh my
2: god! When the um, <laughs> when the in that movie when the old lady crawls around.
3: That's yeah. the scariest shit. i like, so my, funny. This is a, when mean, he smears his shit on the okay, chair. Okay, no, but... Wait, have we talked about <laughs> this on the podcast that adults
2: crawling is the most disturbing thing in the world? Mm, like, no, no adults but, should crawl. I agree I went that to, that is. I went no, to San never. Francisco, what and God. it was broad daylight, Breaking and we were never, in a Walgreens. Crawling. And was <laughs> No, <laughs> God, no. Even worse, one person was crawling, but it was broad daylight she this woman was crab walk crawling like the backwards kind, just up so the like lo- exorcist like she, style? she was the in fuck? the line with us and crawled up then when she got up there she just stood up and left and we all knew that that like a, an adult crawling is the most wait was this a thing. dream
3: or did this happen it
2: happened i was with other people and it was As the wrong context dream. you know if it was a dark and stormy night it would make sense, but it didn't. And or
0: on like or on the That's beach, sort of you know. I could see it on the beach at any time
1: of day. Before. Yeah,
2: she. It was so fucking creepy.
1: <laughs> Jenna, good call. Like for some reason, I pictured that, and it became a little <laughs> less <laughs> horrifying. <laughs> On the backdrop of a beach uh,
2: the visit is worth watching for that the scene. best part about that it's experience so with
0: ainsley was that like we just kept saying m night and like as if he was <laughs> yeah. our friend and i was like man it yeah. wasn't m night and she's like it was m night though I for a second um our
3: friend, <laughs> our friend jade is like oh yeah he's so sexy and i did not know who this guy was forever and then i watched the new little women like a Couple weeks ago, and was like, "Oh my god, this is the guy you guys are talking about. That's so hot and like whatever." I'm like, he literally looks like a fucking eleven year old rake. Like, I don't know. what the fucking appeal? I just had to look him up. Little
2: waif man. He's not my favorite. Not in an attractive way.
1: Yeah, I'm not. Do you remember your brother saying
2: this was actually the village? It all comes back to the village. But Ainsley's brother Louis came up, I remember so well, and said, I really want to see Night of the Shyamalans. Oh <laughs> and they were like, You idiot! And to this day, I kind of think he's an idiot just for that
3: Night sentence. Night of the not, not actually,
0: but I like it. I like It wasn't the sound a of joke, that. though. Yeah,
3: like, good. he thought. That movie brayden was and i watched that. the special okay. features on the village and there was a really cool homemade video that m Knight made when he was younger and it was like <laughs> a robot going through the woods or something you know shit. when you're younger and like, like you only have a set
2: amount of dvds so you've seen all the special features of very specific <laughs> movies
1: like the oh, village yeah. That's good. We got really off track <laughs> right. there. Yes, yeah, so I guess no one wants yeah. to talk about sexual assault, and I don't blame them because <laughs> that's just to. like a fucking hole uh, with no solution. And guys, do you think? M- I don't know. M- M- I don't know. M9 to is. To be determined. You know, like. Gonna be accused? Someone might <laughs> accuse M9? That no. sure
3: would be a twist. I mean, his
1: movies do reveal like a yeah. dark mind, Lady but in the not water. in like a straightforwardly it's more dark like
2: way. What someone wanting to be dark would reveal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's like maybe he's yeah. too corny
1: to commit sexual assault. A, I don't know. That,
3: that's a line.
1: I also feel. <laughs> never great. mind. I was going to say something.
0: Fu-
3: Sonya, <laughs> I fine. want you to write like an essay on why M Night Shyamalan would hasn't or been me too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll work on it. I'll have a draft to you by next Learned week. Proof. Okay. Perfect. So, also in news about bad stuff. One yeah. article finds that Canadians are among most active in right-wing extremism online. Oh, mm. rats. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah, no. There was um, I, I remember my it, dad showing me that
3: um <laughs> like website or the like KKK website and like alt right website that just got shut down like two years ago maybe. So
0: what was
2: obviously. it? Called?
1: Should maybe clarify, clarify it why he was showing yeah. you that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even question oh, a, hey, <laughs> a bonding moment for the two of you. Hey, come check
0: out this uh <laughs> blog that I post on regularly.
1: No, because he just, he just I mean, found like, it
3: online and was like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, did this is here. This is crazy.
1: Well, of course, it's the internet. Like, there's so much fucked up shit on the internet. But it was, like, a very well-known
3: one. Like, it was a very public site, and, like, all of the, like, right-wing and Nazis and KKK and shit were all on it. It was, like, a social media site for fucking crazy white people. Yeah, I'm sure they exist. Yeah, so this,
0: um, the study was UK-based, and they found 6,600 online channels, including pages, accounts, or groups. Where Canadians were involved in spreading white supremacist, misogynistic, and other radical views. And it was a 47-page study that was funded by... I mean, I wouldn't say
3: misogyny is a radical view. Yeah, it
0: was funded by Public Safety Canada, and they are calling it disconcerting in a wake-up call.
1: Um, I mean, like, obviously there's right-wing extremists in Canada. I don't think this study is sort of yeah it's boring, more like that interesting there are canadian citizens yeah that it's are there. i also like i mean i think that their method is probably kind of silly like they said on one particular message board on the fringe site 4chan researchers found canadian users created like a million posts that was like five percent posts from all countries like there's no way they're gonna understand the context of over a million posts so they just went to a board a politically incorrect board yeah where people m- use it's troll used, like, humor and say offensive shit it's literally
0: they probably just like searched
2: keywords. yeah
0: like i was looking and there's um there's an a company called hate base <laughs> and they look at online trends by looking for language or particular words that are used to discriminate against people online so they have this like artificial intelligence coded that digs through the web several times an hour to spot hate speech, but like
3: can it access they, private uh, sites though and private threads? Because you were fortune, you have to have links to get to shit.
0: I don't know, it's like coded man. AI, I don't know what it can do. <laughs> it can do anything. Man. It's like a it's a spider. I feel right? stupid um, when I even but- <laughs> like talk
3: about
2: fortune. I just feel like I sound like a noob.
0: It was funny though, because in like I, it, I think it was like a national clip. Um, they had this other person who was an ex-neo-Nazi, and he was like, It doesn't matter because groups always change the language they're using. Using anyway so you're always playing catch-up and they use an example of like Hate groups changing how "gay" was spelled to "gay," like G H E Y, and it like don't <laughs> don't dun, yeah, and dun. like highlighted how it was changed, and they're like, we just caught on to this now.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's really cringy seeing like academics being like the 4chans, but like I remember there was one study where they did a similar thing and they proved quote that uh, women are more sexist than men because <laughs> they crawled like Twitter posts and they found that women were more likely to use words like bitch, cunts etc but like the the context is totally missing like obviously you could be like hey bitch or like don't yeah. sweat shame like, like it's just like to say i it. just think that this is not the best method no if 4 chans like the sewer of the internet it's a cesspool but it's like a total me- you can't like make sense of it it's a fringe board so being like oh my god this shit is endemic to society no, doesn't I, make I, sense because the reason that they're on these fringe boards is because they aren't members of society this isn't allowed this isn't speech that is allowed in mainstream society that, Do you i agree know what I'm like saying? even
2: with that study it, i don't think it has very many implications it's just like ah oh, that's interesting i don't know like what are you gonna do with that information <laughs> like call, calling yeah, it a wake-up like, call is definitely a stretch it's like what racist like, people like this so on dramatic. like jesus christ
0: at least a vast majority of these people who are posting are doing it completely ironically right like all their rhetoric a lot of it at least is cloaked in irony and just to like piss people off because they're frustrated with the political correctness and they feel like they've been like alienated from society in whichever way but that's the
1: most important thing like some of the academics i know like don't understand that they're like that's why they create all these like workshops and stuff to try to socialize people out of saying problematic things yeah it's like they are saying these things to piss people like you off idiot Yeah, (laughs) like they see you as a member of the elite and you have these set of rules and a set of etiquette that people are supposed to follow and they don't like that and so they're trying to be quote transgressive (laughs) so you coming in and being like no this isn't right is not ever gonna work yeah, I reread um one of Angela Nagel's articles
0: on all of this and she was like a lot of these like young geeks who populate these sites are interested in transgression for transgression's sake. They were the ones that came up with like propaganda weapons against the left. They came up with a caricature of the social justice warrior. That was like the origins of it because they felt like, they didn't have anywhere to go like she here's a quote what the alt-right offered was a revalorized masculinity a sense of purpose and collective identity identity has become the coin of the realm in american culture but one that's not accessible to the heirs of white male hegemony while everyone else was telling these young men to check their privilege the alt-right was speaking powerfully to their millennial woes their diminished place in society their dwindling economic prospects, and their growing alienation.
1: For me, like, if we can look, like, as leftists, we're supposed to look at structures and institutions, and I think that if you can look at something like crime or terrorism uh, through a political lens and a sociological lens, which we should if we're leftists, because it's, it's a conservative thing to be like, oh, look at these bad people, these individuals, let's just shame them or let's just marginalize them further without seeking to understand where this is coming from. Like, this is just the mirror image of that, in my opinion. It's like, yeah, I personally don't like someone who's a misogynist or a racist, but if I'm looking at this phenomenon, like, if I'm trying to actually understand it and fix it, then you can't just sort of look at it that way. You have to look at the sociological origins, which is that a lot of men have no prospects. They're downwardly mobile. They don't feel like there are any institutions that have their back, and I'm not saying that they're right or wrong. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, that's the situation. It's the same thing with, like, communities where there's a lot of crime you can't just be like you're all bad and like you just shouldn't like commit crime like you have to understand that they have no economic opportunity and that's why that happens even if personally obviously you don't want crime to be committed against you there just needs to be like a sort of separation with this stuff that i don't often see in at least mainstream academic circles Mm
3: -hmm. it's just kind of thrown out they're like here's a number this is wild this is how you should feel and it's like I'm pretty sure everyone is aware that there's crazy people in Canada. <laughs> like I'm not shocked. Yeah, and we don't like
1: them and there's a strong social taboo against it, which is a good thing. I'm for the mm-hmm. taboo against right-wing extremism, mm-hmm. but it's like it, it's clearly like not enough. It's not sufficient. It's like when ISIS was all the rage. All the rage.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <And>
3: then- <laughs> And like
1: um, Westerners were joining ISIS in great numbers and they were looking into this and a lot of Canadians were joining ISIS and there were a lot of Canadians on like terrorist uh, message boards. And they were like, oh my god, terrorism is in Canada. And it's like, that's not quite like what's happening. Like these are alienated individuals, clearly who there's something fucking wrong with society if they are joining fucking ISIS. Yeah. <laughs> like there's mm-hmm. something wrong with them too. But it just, it, it, like, it's just this reduction of these issues into like good versus bad, evil versus good. I guess I just said the same thing <laughs> twice that I just find ultimately long term unhelpful. Um, And I'm, like, tired of it. Yeah.
3: It's like, what What was the intention of coming out with that information? Just being like, Canada is actually <clears throat> full of fucking racist right-wing briefs. I think it, like, like,
2: <laughs> like, it could, maybe, I was just trying to think of what they actually, I guess you could maybe have some point about how uh, people in the alt-right express themselves from country to country. I don't know. But yeah. I was just thinking this yeah. is yeah. kind of little veering but like just on an anecdotal level i don't know if you guys have ever experienced this but with men antagonizing me or trying to troll me etc like obviously the best thing to do is just not engage if they're doing that sort of thing like trying to offend Mm -hmm. you because they see you as someone that can be offended um but i'm like so i don't know the right word when you hear um kind of like Reddit language, when you hear a guy use Reddit language I don't in yeah. real life or like literally if they uh, say IRL or they go... Uh,
1: logic and reason. They say alpha or like beta <laughs> or those kinds of things oh, yeah. like in real life and
2: then it's yeah. just like, oh, fuck, that's what you're doing. You're one of those. I don't know. It's, it's such a like giveaway that you're like an internet like troll man. Yeah.
0: Back to just quickly talking about what they would do with this, like um that hate base group or whatever that I, I don't think... this was like a separate project that they do but i guess they make that data available that they find through their fucking ai bots and then they sell it to organizations so that they can understand the quote-unquote problem and then they also sell it to social media sites like tiktok who then like the mainstream social media platforms delete pages that have like potentially extremist groups and they deplatform them like
3: the algorithm that they have yeah. or that specific thing oh that's kind of interesting then so then they know where to enforce it
0: but yeah but then again like it's not like it like it, i guess it works in the sense of taking it like the worst off of like the main like twitter and stuff but mm-hmm. then again these people are just pushed to the, to 4chan and other things like, Well, yeah it's there's like,
1: always going to be a place for them to congregate yeah. and like the thing with twitter is that you're only going to get banned if you like use the right keywords like i don't know if richard spencer is still on there but he was on there for a while meanwhile like totally non-hateful people were being banned just because they were like using the wrong quote terminology but he was able to evade that totally because he he just wasn't using slurs Mm -hmm. meanwhile he is like a full-blown actual white supremacist so it's just like like you can kind of play whack-a-mole with this stuff but ultimately i i think opposing it is one tiny little aspect of the problem and to really fight it we're gonna have to look at the economic origins of it. Hell yeah baby Sociological, yeah. It does look like um, this study
2: itself and it's also too like they got into a bit of um the actual consequences of extremism. Like they I think it was like based on violent things. So I think that was maybe just a facet of it. So I don't yeah. know if their well, point the really thing was is what we're arguing.
1: But. Uh, Well, I guess m- my, my point is more the narrative that usually surrounds this stuff, but also like individuals online where you don't know their intentions and you for every one actual white supremacist, you've got 18 edgy 16 year olds that just like live in their basement and are totally powerless. It's just like... I feel like it's it's sort of easy, because everyone fucking hates Nazis, so it's easy to be like, oh, there's Nazis on this board, let's ban them, let's give Silicon Valley more power and like, give Facebook more power to, like, ban the undesirables, and then we're so confused that the pow- The problem's not going away, and oh, they're, they're gaining a number and they're just going to other websites, like, I don't know. And then, t- to this point, Glenn Greedwald put it really well. He wrote, it's striking how rarely the most powerful centers of neo-fascist power the pentagon the cia the nsa huge corporations silicon valley masters of the universe are the targets of anti-fascist protests it's always the easiest and least powerful targets that are chosen instead and that's just what i sort of see with this stuff as well it's like these fucking totally marginal losers that have no job no power it's it's very easy to go after them because everyone hates them but it's like the, like the structural stuff it kind of Falls by the wayside a lot of the time going back Sonya but how you said that we need to change like
0: the actual material conditions and stuff Andrea Nagel going back to her she said that we must provide a different vision of the future one that is based on a joint sense of purpose and that delivers on the promise of material progress so like not alienating men entirely from the discussion because like you're white and male like I feel like they're not even given a voice to express their anxieties and whatnot obviously I guess they would have more, like, quote-unquote privilege or whatever at times, but they are struggling just as much as the rest of us Yeah, are. well,
1: there there's—class the cl- <clears throat> is an axis that's rarely talked about, or if it is talked about, it's sort of paid lip service to, and so there's a whole area there that isn't being touched by the social justice movement that breeds a lot of resentment. I don't know.
2: I I, I don't know if I really have a clear point here other than I agree and understand that, like, there are bigger— Fish to fry, of course. Um, I don't think that really absolves some groups of things, just because they are marginalized. Yeah, no, I don't think... Of, like, you could almost say that for every issue ever. There's always a bigger structural issue behind it. Um, mm-hmm. And there are people like that murdering women and etc. cetera. But I also do agree with the point that I think, like, part of that violence is is only going to increase from their increasing alienation and men not being allowed to say shit anymore. I think,
0: though, like, they're um, specifically, like, young, white, like, teenagers. They are all always like lumped into that regardless right like the media only ever reports obviously on like the percentage of people who do actually end up acting on their hate or whatever but the majority of them who are like dominating these channels are like fucking as sonya said in their basement doing nothing and
1: yeah there's two components to it there's there's definitely like a real problem like again i don't like misogynists i don't like right-wing extremists but i feel like it's like it just seems like it dominates the conversation because again it's it's sort of like an easy enemy
2: um basically yeah, i don't know i mean I, I, it's just, it's just hard because i and this can literally apply to everything we talk about on this podcast and it's a reoccur reoccurring theme and it's always going to be for as long as we're alive is that there's a deeper structural issue um but i think that can in the reverse sometimes absolve people of, of of course they're easier to target but they are easier to target it doesn't mean they shouldn't be targeted like or to target it's the wrong word it doesn't mean they right. shouldn't be sorry that's
1: what i was gonna say of
2: consequences it's just because they're easier to give consequences to that's the nature of yeah. Society.
1: Like, so two points there. Like, I, I totally get what you're saying, but I just feel like from my perspective, it's all all individual stuff. Like, I totally agree that I don't think people should just ignore it totally, but I just feel like it dominates the conversation to the exclusion of everything else and in the most unhelpful way possible, which is by painting these people just as irredeemably evil and essentializing these opinions as though like they were born with them and that they weren't like that they aren't products of the the environment just like everyone else. And again, like I just see it as the reverse of the conservative mindset, which kind of says the same thing, like, oh, there's these bad criminals and it's just like, let's throw the book at them and let's be hard on crime and just like no excuses, zero tolerance. But it's like, I mean, of course, you need to punish crime, (laughs) but only looking at it that way is never going to really address the problem fully. And it can turn sociopathic when people don't understand how people are products of their environment. And then a lot of peripheral shitty stuff gets lumped in with the worst of the worst.
2: I I agree to an extent, but I also think almost the exact opposite in some ways in that that is misogyny and they get away with that. And like, I meet men like that constantly. And it's not like we all just alienate those people that like in my experience, and I'm sure most women's, that's like a pretty predominant thing. And it's only recently that I'm seeing people like call people out on that and like that's a little more extreme version of it or a, a little more obvious version of it but is it it's more a product of misogyny to me than the alienation of yeah
1: like i think that there's so many worlds mm-hmm. that exist because like i remember when that was sort of the biggest problem i was confronted with was sort of ordinary guys and them saying bad stuff about women saying bad stuff about me and like that impacted me personally deeply because that was my world so that world exists and those grievances are legitimate of course But then you have the institutional world, you have the university, you have the corporation and all these powerful institutions, including political leaders, are all very superficially against (laughs) these marginal people like you can't say horribly sexist shit, you can't be some like alt right extremist and ascend to power. You know, you've got Jeff Bezos clapping back at someone because they didn't like acknowledge systemic racism or whatever. So I just feel like there's this superficial acknowledgement of these problems, which makes it seem as though, I mean, it is the dominant discourse. It, it's all just so complicated. I don't know. Like, I, I do see what you're saying and I and, and I agree with you. I just think that watching this all play out over the past decade Because like I used to, I remember when I was in university and undergrad and I would go on like the MRA forums and mainstream feminism at the time was like really obsessed with MRAs. And like, I knew a couple guys who would espouse those views and it like hurt me so much. And I felt like that was going to play a larger role in my life than it ended up playing because I grew up and it's like none of the institutions that I knew or worked with, they were all pro-feminist superficially. And so I feel like even when I do see men saying stuff like that, I, I just see it as a negative comment and an in- interpersonal problem, and not like as long as they don't have power over me, I feel like it doesn't affect me as much as it used to. But it, but, but, yeah, but it
2: affects me on an individual level, but it also affects society. Like it's, it's not just an individual thing. Just like even I, I get what you're saying but it. That's more just seems like you couldn't keep feeling that hurt, but that doesn't mean that that hurt doesn't exist, and that it's not the product of something much worse. It's not. I I do not see that as just an interpersonal problem whatsoever.
1: Well, what specifically are you talking about? Because like obviously, something like intimate partner violence or sexual assault is very serious. Like sexist comments can be serious too. But again, if that person doesn't have power over you, then what can but we, who's what to can say we do? they do? Because so, then it turns.
2: So it it's it only means something if they have power over you. And I, I know you don't mean that like so literally, but uh, but no, but definitely not. There is someone they do have power over so it's not again
1: it's it's messy it's complicated i'm thinking in terms of priorities and i'm thinking in terms of everyone has negative interactions with people and if it's about hurt then it's like that's exactly what mras say right they're like everyone is always saying we're bad and everyone is always saying white men are the worst and like our pain our pain our pain and it's like the whole idea behind all of the isms was that like it's like for example racism is power plus prejudice or something like that. Like, there, there has to be some sort of like structural element to it, or else how can we address it? I'm not saying I'm not against yeah, no, it, of and course. I know, I know, I'm not saying that.
2: I'm also like grappling with no, it. No, no, I know. And,
1: and I've been grappling with it too, because if it's about feelings and if it's about hurt, everyone has yeah, feelings but the, and everyone but it's hurts. It's also,
2: well, I would say like physical violence is worse, but like there is physical violence tied to that too. So it's not just feelings, like it's just, it's indicative of potential physical harm on sometimes a small scale maybe just between you and the person or like the the guy that like ran over a bunch of people or whatever so i don't like the feelings thing almost seems like a bit irrelevant because that's just a very small scale but
1: but again but again that's what conservatives say about crime that's what they say about terrorism like oh they, they tie all these like tangential things that don't actually have anything to do with the worst of it, and and they lump it all together into one thing, and and that can be very problematic, too, because then we're, like, fighting, like, a many-headed monster. Well, I feel like a lot of times we're fighting its ghost or its shadow. Like, we're not fucking, like sort of targeting the main thing and i I think that um going back to channels like 4chan
0: obviously to some extent um in cases like the toronto van attack and stuff like if he was an incel i don't know if they actually proved that he was on message boards or whatever but like that isn't the only like. It's not like those message boards are the direct reason why everyday men that we encounter say particular things to us that are offensive and whatnot. Like it is like deeply ingrained in like how they were socialized from the generations above them, kind of thing. And it's coming at us from all angles. And I think that it's like an easy pin on like being like, oh well, these like incels who like I think a lot of times, as we said, are like fourteen year old boys like fucking around, like that's the direct correlation. So we need to end the message boards and then it's like, fine. But it's not that like A to B simple. But are they saying And say like it's that? everyday people. Like it's, it's like, not like, of huh? course
2: they know that that's not the only bad thing. That's just an easy way to exemplify it because it's very extreme. So you can be like, this exists. It, it, I still think it could have the virtue of showing a larger issue. I don't think they're just saying 4chan is bad. Like that's not what I got from that.
1: No, I'm not talking. Sorry, I'm not talking about the article. I'm just talking about my experience in the feminist movement for the past 10 years and like just going in circles around this issue. And I guess having been made to feel like these things are the things that I should be focusing on and it causing me a lot of stress and then just sort of like, I don't know, getting some perspective and just just seeing it in a different way and i i don't know acknowledging that everyone has pain and everyone feels slighted when they're being attacked and there's a lot of that going around and i just feel like the the discourses that exist right now are We're making at things an hour, worse
3: so we should probably move on to a next the next uh,
1: oh sorry <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> so there was a plane crash recently no <laughs> Do you want to talk about this? But it wasn't filled with humans. It wasn't a plane crash. It wasn't a plane crash <laughs> Wait, either. What it? was
0: it? It wasn't
3: a. Plane. No, it's not a plane crash. All it was was a plane that landed. Also,
0: Sonya had her tra. Sonya had her tragedy segue yeah. voice on, like ready to go. I mean, this is a tragedy yeah. nonetheless, but like she Sonya had the tragedy. Said it, was tragedy.
3: it wasn't a plane crash. All it was. Um, it's this flight from Ukraine that landed in Toronto, and it's a 10-hour flight. It landed, they opened the doors to it, and there were 500 puppies in crates on this plane. 38 of them were dead, they were all, like, vomiting, had been shitting themselves, they were all super ill, and it was fucked, (laughs) like, just (laughs) absolutely fucked. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I why were they know. on the plane Mom- <laughs>
3: they were on the plane just because of the demand for like stupid little designer dogs in North America it was all French bulldogs on the plane like all every single one of them 500 of them were French bulldog puppies it's like you don't need a fucking French bulldog puppy that bad to cram 500 of them on a fucking plane like that's where your designer dogs are coming from that you pay $8,000 for they're coming from puppy mills, shipped from Ukraine, and they're just dying in planes. Like that's fucked.
0: Is it like a cargo plane, or is it? Are they in where? Is it just a plane of puppies? Yeah, it was is only there? Puppies. Are there staff? Are
3: they all? So they. That was the problem with it because even the criticisms on this are that how the fuck was this even an operation that was allowed? Because with five hundred dogs for a ten hour flight you would have to have dozens of employees working and taking care of those dogs. It doesn't make any sense. Like, literally, I used to volunteer for, like, a charity, like, a dog rescue charity out in BC called Think Dog, I Am Out. And it's, like, they chartered planes from the states to bring over dogs. And it was max, I think there was, like, 120 on one of them. And they landed. And there were literally, like, hundreds of volunteers Dozens of people on the planes, like, taking care of them. I don't understand why there was no staff on the planes. And then when they landed, the people who are supposed to deal with the plane are the employees there, but they weren't prepared for it. Like, imagine fucking being an employee opening the door to this plane, like, the smell, and then seeing, like, 40 dead fucking puppies, and then, like, just ill and, like, fucked up puppies all around you. And they're, like, they have like, what? I don't understand this! How did this happen?
1: So, people are still <laughs> uh, Is there some sort of like push against designer dogs or something? I like is there any sort of Personally,
3: it fucking enrages me because French bulldogs, the way that they have been bred, they can't fucking breathe. Like they're already a brachycephalic dog, which means that they have smushed in faces. Yeah,
1: they look inbred. Yeah, whenever
0: I whenever I see them, they're like
3: Yeah, they're <laughs> they literally have heart problems. <laughs> they have joint problems. They have I always do like why people
2: want like I no I wouldn't even what that's the go yeah. rescue
3: a no. fucking dog in need. Why do you need this little it, like, mean, fucking malformed? Thing? Not even yeah, not
2: even like the like obviously there's like the whole morality behind adopt, don't chop, whatever. But just like just like why do people want that dog? Like it's I know so gross. it blows
3: my mind, <laughs> and they have to they and have to put it in strollers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it and it's like. <laughs> just like the fact that there was 500 it's like on a respirator so, like what the fuck <laughs> <China! laughs> i need to make an edit of that photo but like that's the thing i don't get about it is that this dog for the rest of its life you're going to be paying so many fucking vet bills it's going to not live the greatest life because it can't fucking breathe why do you need this like why and most of those breeds too like french bulldogs like english bulldogs everything like that When they get pregnant, they can't even fucking have babies on their own. That's how fucked up their bodies are. They have to have an operation and have the puppies removed. Like, you have to schedule it. Like, you want a dog that can't even... Like, its most natural function isn't even fucking there because they're so overbred, and that's the thing you want? It's fucked. It's animal abuse to buy a fucking designer French bulldog. I'm saying it. Ah. Yeah, I don't understand I am against the, the five hundred dead dog
2: plane. I don't it's like Forty it. of them
3: are dead. Forty are dead. You guys, you guys need to get it together on this.
1: <laughs> I can't believe I thought it was a plane. <laughs> I Yeah. Well, I thought we were going to talk about the, the dogs. dogs are oh, and, like, the I'm like, I'm so scared of plane crashing. So- <laughs> I'm against <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> so,
3: that experiment yeah. didn't I'm work. I'm just so put confused so many about there. all of it. Like in Ukraine, when they put 500 bu- puppies who can barely breathe on their own. In a plane with no staff, they were like, oh, shoot, how, it, like "How? Like how? I- surface area? Yeah, they just—it's it's, just—they don't like, care. They want to like, make Five hundred like, dogs. That's it, like.
0: right? They—they they don't want to put any more effort into it because they don't see. But it's their, also just like they don't value them on but a like.
3: Even some airlines won't level. even allow you to bring brachycephalic dogs on a flight with you because they have breathing issues mm-hmm. like i don't understand how it was allowed it's also just a health issue and a staff issue it's like a problem in their business it's i just don't understand what? how this happened and then they showed up in toronto and expected the staff at this airport to just deal with everything it's fucking Imagine, like it's that wild. day like coming home and
2: being like i saw all the dead dogs today
3: puppies too just yeah. fucking puppies like ugly little pugs dead mm. it's i i don't understand how any of it happened and it scares the shit out of me was it like
2: allowed though know. like i don't even know like was this an illegal transaction or was this like everyone was on board for this not, situation? not a lot of
3: information has been coming out with it but like the fact that it was five hundred dogs on a on a plane is unusual. Like it's sketchy. It needs to be looked into. It's fucked up. Five hundred fucking that,
2: dogs. That sentence, like, without the sad part, is like kind of fun. Five
3: hundred <laughs> dogs on a plane. I d- Oh man, it's just one.
1: I'm picturing a flight <laughs> plane in the sky and they're all sliding yeah, around just sitting in the seats.
3: And they didn't they Snakes didn't have water plane. or food or anything. Like it, they just tossed these little tiny puppies in crates and then just were like, yeah, it doesn't it seem cost effective.
2: Like at the end of the day, you want those puppies to be alive.
3: Yeah. I don't know. I don't also, know what to say if, about this one. This is this is where these designer puppies come from, you know what I mean? They don't come from like These beautiful homes where, like, they're rare. It's like there's a demand for these puppies, which means that people are going to get sketchy and cheap about how these puppies are bred. And it's fucking animal abuse, and people need to know that. You can't just fucking Google online, like, French bulldog pups and expect that it's all coming from, like, this great place. It's like, why do you want? Like, that's it's literally just buying a disabled dog. (laughs) Like, I don't get it. I don't fucking get it.
0: People want them I first. I don't get it either, Wait, but I'm Ainsley, not a do you know the audience. answer to this
3: question? And I truly
2: mean this earnestly. So the whole... <laughs> I'm so scared. Uh, <laughs> I, I think about this. The whole pit bull thing. Mm-hmm. For me, I don't have a lot of passion for this topic, but it's like... Why do people want them so badly? Like, I know most of them don't attack, I guess, but like, why don't you just get a different kind of dog? I just, I truly don't understand why people need it's, to have
3: pit bulls. Well, a lot of it is status issue and a lot of it is protection. Like, like, gangsters really want pit bulls because they're strong dogs and you can train them to be aggressive or like guard your property and stuff.
0: Do you think a lot of the tow truck drivers have pitbulls? Just, they've
3: just become popular, mostly with men, because they're kind of a status symbol of strength, oh. is where it originally came from. And because of that, people are like, oh, they're aggressive. And it's pitbulls are just the new thing like that. In the early 2000s, and the 90s, it's like, oh, the most dangerous and crazy dog is like a Doberman. And then before that, it was German Shepherds. Like, it just changes. Yeah with culture over time it's always just one dog where like people are obsessed with getting but it has a bad rap and like i don't know i just didn't know i
2: don't understand the the concept of fighting for your right to have that just get a different one i don't I don't. I don't know. I'm not like a
3: dog breed person. Yeah, I think the issue with that is just saying like, why are you banning one breed of dog when it's not even factually relevant that they're the most aggressive one because they're not. It's really weird are- when
2: people post videos of pit bulls though, like doing something cute, and they're like see and it's like it's not an argument
1: (laughs) (laughs) but aren't they correct i I don't know anything about this my understanding was that they are like implicated in the most deaths one
2: killed the girl like last week in
1: canada
3: yeah and it's it's not about the breed of dog right it's the owner it's how they're trained and the most (laughs) yeah but
1: if you have like a poodle even if you're a shit owner it's probably not going to eat anyone it's not
3: correct it's all about the owner. If you train your dog, Poodles eat people. It probably won't fucking attack but someone. But if they, if and they assume the most, that The most attacks are from... But the most attacks, like, factually, are from golden retrievers. Sure. That's the most reported attacks from dogs, golden retrievers. And it's sled dogs but- and huskies and golden retrievers that do the most damage. And then there's the odd story about, like, a pit bull or, like, a Doberman who mauls someone and everyone's like... Fuck that breed for a while, and then it just moves on to the next thing, you know? Do French
2: bulldogs it's ever owners, kill anyone? It's owners, it's not anyone? the dogs.
3: Pardon? Do French
2: bulldogs ever kill anyone?
3: No, because you could just punt it across the room. Oh my god, no! There was that <laughs> one story recently, like a couple weeks back, where a girl's French bulldog killed her.
1: Ainsley, you look so I, cute up close like know. that when you're scanning your mind, <laughs> the contents of your mind for dog attacks, which you apparently have a catalogue of in your brain.
0: I have like a a irrational fear of anacondas because like I'm never in the Amazon, right? But you know, I saw the Uh, movie Anacondas when I was younger, and J Lo. I know, right? (gasps) J Lo, so good. Um, but I and then you know you heard those horror stories about like that kid that was eaten by that boa because he lived above, he was at his friend's house above that animal store. I'm not. I'm actually a little bit scared
1: of dogs in
2: general. I don't fully feel comfortable around them. But I know it's not the dog's fault, necessarily. I just, yeah.
1: I'm scared of, like, Mm. Rottweilers and shit when
2: I see one. Rottweilers
3: Rottweilers are another one that have that bad rap, and they were actually (laughs) bred to... They're such good family dogs. Like, they're the best family dogs because they're great with kids. They're super compassionate. Like, that's another one that I'm just like, oh, poor Rottweilers. I'm just
2: not comfortable around, like, any big dog, really. Like, unless it's, like, a lab... But, like, I, I, don't I don't hate them. Really I just, like, you. I don't, like, love the feeling of being around
3: it. <laughs> if I don't know someone's dog, I'm not going to was... just, like, run up to it, you know? Especially being a groomer for, like, six years. The, I You never just run up to a fucking dog, you know?
0: I was really fearful of dogs for a long time. I didn't grow up with one. And then um, there was a pinnacle moment where my uncle's dog had just gotten porcupine spikes taken out of its leg and then I didn't know this, and I ran up his, like, farmer's laneway. I don't know why I have to say farmer's. <laughs> he, it was just a driveway a to his house. Laneway. It's a farm. <laughs> and, then I pe- and then I pet this dog, like, I guess right where the porcupine spikes were taken out, and it bit my arm and dragged me the down the laneway. laneway. Braden,
3: oh, do you remember that, like that time that when um it was the winter? And it was, like, you, me, and, like, Luke and a couple other people walking down the catwalk. I don't know where we were going, and we just turn and look over into Brayden's backyard through the catwalk like through the fence. Owen's standing there just waving at us being like hi guys as a child and then Brayden's old dog Champ just runs by, <laughs> blatches onto Owen's <laughs> hand and just drags him across but, the whole backyard. And he was
2: like it wasn't, he just liked to drag mitts around so he wasn't like hurting him yeah. but
3: like It was so funny and Owen was just like
2: Ah, and That was dog was so powerful. Herself. He, I used to only get hurt because of the, yeah, truly.
3: the power of his gait, He would accidentally run into you his if he jaw. was chasing something and you'd just be biffed. Mm-hmm. You'd be like,
1: whoa! He was a thick, thick boy. He was like a tree trunk. Someone like to bless us with the absolute unit of the week? Yes. So I got the absolute unit of the week this
0: week and it is an Edmonton doctor named Dr. Darren Marklin who decided to spice up his commute to work. Uh, So he decided to take a two-hour commute by portaging his canoe behind his bike, and he paddles down the North Saskatchewan River, then gets off, bikes uphill to the hospital he works at. In this article, they said, some doctors might buy a fancy car after finishing Residue. Not Marklin. He doesn't even own a vehicle. In the wintertime, he bikes all the way to work, even when it's minus 30C. And uh, his motto is to take advantage of Edmonton's (laughs) natural resources. He was like, I think Edmontonians are a little stuck in their cars at times, and so the idea of getting anywhere other than by driving is foreign to them. The shock and amazement that you can actually get somewhere on the river. And then he was quoted again saying, money and cars don't make me happy. Just take a look around the river. You'll see incredible formations. So there you have it. He wants to remind us all that you can find beauty and adventure on your way to work. Winter bikers,
1: Uh, mad respect for winter bikers. I'm a commuter
2: now, and I bike. And I love it. So I relate, but come winter, I will not relate to him anymore. But for now, I'm like, are you going to do biking? Biking to uh, the train and biking to work after the train. This guy seems,
3: I don't, I just don't know how I feel about this. I'm like, it seems weird. It sounds terrible to wake up and spend two hours of your morning getting to work. Like, imagine having a shitty ass day at work and you're exhausted and pissed off, and then you have to like fucking Wait. get into the lake and like paddle all the way home.
0: I thought you'd be, okay, again, so surprised. I thought you'd be for this unit more than anything because he's, like, in a co- fucking I'm canoe. I'm not for or
3: against him. Um, I'm just thinking about the idea and applying it to myself. Like, having to well, do that every morning, I'd be like,
0: oh, yeah.
1: fuck. What did he, he say? Looking he at all the that- formations? Is that what he called?
0: Yeah, he was, like, looking at all the incredible formations. But, I mean, I guess he's a doctor in a hospital and he has, like, weird shift times. So then he'll be done at 7 a.m. And it'll be, like when the sun's rising and it's like a nice way that he decompresses i don't know if it's just how day. you
2: worded or how he words it but it seems as though he he sees the world in very like extremes Like you either drive to work or you appreciate the world's formations <laughs> like there's you. no in
0: between
2: <laughs> like you dude you're just know. like, I, I, I'm like my bike or something to work
1: <laughs> i don't think i i will appreciate Anything as much as this guy. I feel like I also
3: just the fact formations. that you're doing this like beautiful, nice little canoe trip, and then at the end is your fucking work. It just kind of takes the joy out of load, it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe I, like mm-hmm. obviously, I probably haven't had a really great job that I love, but <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it seems <it's> kind of
0: shit. <laughs> I want to. I want to talk
3: to this
2: guy a year from now. Is he still doing this commute? Mm. I doubt it. Mm-hmm. He's probably just like the rest of us. Money and
1: cars. We'll follow up with him. You can't stick with the man Money, <laughs> money cars oh, girls. It's chicks
0: <laughs> Chasing Tail. Yeah. Oh, Sorry.